Hello, audience. It's me, user Emoshia from Twitter.com. Um, and today I'm finally delivering what I promised, the Gashion podcast, where I attempt to give a dramatic reading of Gashion. Um, I wanted to play the OST in the background, however the download link for it was no longer available, so I have some horror game, um, sounds playing <laughs> instead, because I thought that was fitting. Um, so it's just me here, um, and I'm going to try- I'm gonna try and make this about an hour and see how far I get. Um, it's going to be very awkward because I'm reading a translated version um, and some of the translated lines are very awkward and hard to hard to hard to um just kind of process um but i'm going to try my best and i'm gonna try to commentate excuse me on this as well um but without further ado um let's get started on gashion so we're going to start with reduced horizons um, chapter one. If I remember correctly, the prequel is in Yuno's point of view. I have read this once before. This is my second time reading. But if I recall correctly, chapter, the first few chapters, this, uh, prequel is from Yuno's point of view. So, first line. <clears throat> my Hyung always mentioned that the beginnings are more important than anything else. Although there wasn't a huge age gap between my Hyung and I, he, in his soothing voice, was always giving me suggestions and advice. That was slightly irritating, yet he is still the person I chose to follow. If there is anyone I want to be, it will be Uno Hyung. Even though we are walking towards different paths, I hope that we can remain close. Despite my brother telling me about the importance of beginnings, the day I took my first step was totally bad. <laughs> it rained a moment ago, and though it was early springtime, the weather was colder than spring. People everywhere were shivering. My mom looked out the window and warned me not to ride my bike. I wanted to sleep a little more, but I knew I could not at her constant nagging. Every time I went to school by car, my friends would tease me about it. Are you trying to show off your wealth? <laughs> I hated that, so I told my chauffeur that I would be riding my bike. I always thought that was interesting. As I was heading to school, my bike slipped at a corner. Luckily, it wasn't a big accident. I got thrown off the bike and rolled around on the ground a few times. It hurt a lot, but what was worse was the state of my uniform. It was ruined. How could I- how could I attend my brother's school opening ceremony looking like this? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> the cursing in this kind of cracks me up sometimes. 
Uh, excuse me for just a moment. I got an important message. Okay. Continuing. Where was I? I was at fuck. Okay. <laughs> I stood up and dusted myself, only to realize that I'd also scratched my left cheek. I leaned the bike against the wall. The accident totally ruined my mood. Who could I blame? It was my own mistake for not listening to my mom. Sighing, I looked up at the sky, which stretched miles above me. The air was crisp and cool. I breathed deeply before stepping into the crowded school hall. I had never realized that there were so many students. There were hardly any seats left. Luckily, the ceremony had been delayed by ten minutes, so I wasn't too late. I always wondered, like, what the odds of this happening are. Like, this scene that's about to happen. I remember reading this for the first time, and I was like, there is no fucking way. But also, that's kind of how shit is sometimes. Okay. Continuing, I just had to hear my young speech. I knew. What? I think that's supposed to say he. I knew he would start lecturing me the most on the accident earlier. I think that's what that's supposed to say. It says who. Um, I could already hear Jin Ho Hyung shouting at me. You want a new bike again so soon? I couldn't sit with my own classmates as most of the seats were taken, so I took a seat at the back row. The hall was as noisy as a market, but it died down soon after. The ceremony was about to begin. Someone went up on stage and took the microphone. I surveyed the stage with satisfaction, like I was about to give the speech myself. However, I didn't get to see Hyung, who should have been on stage by now. The school's association president was making an announcement. The people in the hall became a little restless. I got a little worried when my brother ended up not appearing on stage. Playing with the phone in my pocket, I wondered if I should call him up. Ultimately, I decided against it. It wouldn't be such a good idea right now. The principal took over the microphone, and the students in the hall got more irritated as time went on because her speech showed no signs of ending. I looked around the hall. It was early March, yet the weather was freezing. I would assume the weather would still be freezing in early March. It's early March here right now, and there's still been snow. So I can assume that, that, that early March it would still be pretty cold, but this is also not where I live, so I could be mistaken. The girls were shaking their legs and clutching their coats, wrapping it tighter around their bodies to keep warm. The principal didn't seem to notice that at all. She went on with her speech. My neck was slightly sore. Maybe it was because of the fall a while back? I turned my neck sideways, trying to relax it. Things always happen when we aren't aware of it. I was so bored that I'd fallen into a daze until- <laughs> Ah! I'm sorry! <laughs> I turned my head to the left where the voice came from. He was very late, whoever he was. Judging by the commotion he made, it seemed that he had stepped on someone's foot. I pricked up my ears. His voice was subtly attractive. Only subtly. Not only did I feel that, the girls are- Oh, not only did I feel that, the girls around me felt it too. 
They were sighing and whispering. Words like, He's so good looking, reached my ears. Unknowingly, I frowned. I had to see who it was. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't. I can't take this seriously. I'm trying really hard, I promise. I need, like, a drink of water. I watched him move over to the seat a friend seemed to have reserved for him, and for a moment, time seemed to stop. Love that trope. The whole world narrowed down to just him. I turned away, but his image remained etched in my mind. It was like looking at the sun. I knew I wouldn't be able to recover for a long time. <sighs> God, this part is so hard to read. Then I looked at him again. The first time, his dough-shaped eyes mesmerized me. The second time, it was the color of his skin. Unforgettable. The third time... <sighs> fuck it. He wasn't just good-looking. He was fucking beautiful. <laughs> He wore, the, he wore the same uniform as me. His hair was long, covering his ears and neck. His beautiful eyes, dark eyelashes, his scarf which didn't match with the uniform, his pale complexion, his delicate fingers covered his mouth, and luscious red lips peeking out from his fingers. All of it captivated me. Oh my god. He was laughing with a hand covering his mouth, while his big eyes curved like a crescent moon. He behaved so much like a girl, and yet he wasn't. Why did he look like one? Was it because of the scarf? My eyes refused to turn away. Just by looking at him, everything, the principal's boring speech, the noise in the hall, everything faded away to nothingness, leaving just the two of us in the cold hall. We looked at each other. It felt special somehow. Like it was meant to be. Unfortunately, you know, this is going to be a top 10 moments before a disaster. In that hall, I sat watching him talking to his friends. My eyes trailed down to his plump lips, which were moving continuously. He lifted his hands to blow on them, attempting to warm them up. His puckered lips looked like cherries. Oh, how could he be so adorable? This this isn't even the hardest part to read. There's like, I don't even have a headache yet, but I'm already struggling. Oh, excuse me. Oh. I am a little bit tired. Okay. <clears throat> Suddenly, the scratching sounds of the chairs being pushed back filtered to my ears. I hadn't even realized that the time had passed so quickly. The ceremony was over and the hall begin began to empty. I could still view his dark hair and white scarf in the crowd, but they disappeared a little later. Even though he was thin, <laughs> that emaciated body of his could walk really quickly. EMACIATED! <laughs> That's horrible! Oh my god. Jung Yuno! My friends walked over to me. I lean against the pillar on the assembly hall. The familiar faces of my friends brought me back to the earth from the height I was at. Speech wasn't too bad, huh? What happened to Uno? 
we didn't see him at all. Did you call him? That- It was then I realized I had completely forgotten about- uh, I'd completely forgotten about Hyung. Digging in for my phone hastily, I dialed his number. It was like I'd been transported to another world earlier, like in a dream. The calls didn't get through. Did something happen? I was really worried now. I went over to where Hyung's classmates were, but I didn't find him there. His friends didn't know where he was either. I went on to the staff room and searched for Hyung's form teacher. He told me that Hyung had been taken to the hospital. I was confused. Why did he have to go to the hospital? The teacher patted me on the head and told me not to worry. Unho fainted before the opening ceremony. I couldn't believe my ears. Hyung's anemia had always been a problem, but nothing so major to make him faint. I hoped that nothing bad had happened. Pushing my way past my friends, I ran to my bike. The snow was getting heavier and... Fuck. I left- I need like a button that says fuck in a really obnoxious voice every time that word is used. Okay. I left my bike leaning against the wall, but now it was lying on the ground, looking like it had been in an accident at least 12 times. Wonder where that number came from. It was scratched, dented, and looked worse than a scrap. Who the hell dared to trash my beloved bike? I clenched my fist and looked around. No one looked suspicious. Hyung would be furious, and I was getting pissed. I heard footsteps coming closer. A pair of neatly tied shoelaces came into my vision. Somehow, even though I only saw the shoes, I already knew who it was. It was the boy with the white scarf. Did he say it was white before? Maybe I wasn't paying attention. As I looked at him, his face became paler and he blushed. The scarf hid the rest of his face, so only the portion above his nose was visible. The scarf hid those luscious pomegranate lips. I couldn't hear what he said at first. Seeing my confused expression, he pulled his scarf down. He didn't look too happy. His expression seemed to say, Who are you to make me remove my scarf? But he leaned in closer. Lee Soon. I didn't recognize the name. We're from the same school. He is well known for making trouble. I understood at last. Ah... You mean he is the one who trashed my bike? Do you know him? He's after me. His answer was so odd, I didn't know if I should laugh or cry. He looked serious, but looking at him, him calmly, he seemed silly. Beautiful and silly. He sneered. You don't believe me. He frowned as his face swelled up in anger, so much that I could see his veins. Ah, oh, really? What is he doing? This kid. <laughs> There's something- this is translated very oddly. <clears throat> I reminded myself that I don't have the time to stand around or talk to this guy. Well, you had time to stare at him earlier, my guy. I looked at the bike and felt myself flaring up again. I kicked the metal heap and stamped on it. The kid got a little startled, seeing me venting my anger on it. The scrunching sound conveyed my temper. I guess the kid was a little scared of me. 
Can you tell him to meet me after school tomorrow? Yeah, not a problem. His casual reply made me wonder if he had anything up his sleeve. Even though he seemed anxious to help me, I couldn't help feeling a little suspicious. Now what's more important is to find Hyung. Being with this kid made me forget everything. I felt I had to get away from him. Should've while you had the chance, my guy. Without a doubt, I knew he was the only one who could ever hold me back from doing what I wanted to do. No matter how long I listened to his gentle voice, I couldn't get away from it. It wasn't too loud, and it wasn't too soft. The words didn't match his voice, yet it was wonderful. Can I go now? How could you- I feel like walking around. He's so mean. <laughs> he replied in an annoyed tone and I looked at him again. Every sentence that dropped from his lips just jumbled everything up, entangling the words together. The kid changed too fast. I couldn't get used to him. I wasn't stupid, but our values were different somehow. I want to see his rotten face. Fuck. Lee Soon isn't one who will lose. He hasn't lost before. So his cute mouth doesn't shy away from profanities either. <laughs> Seeing his cold glare, I searched my memory again. Lee Soon. Somehow, the name seemed familiar. Could it be one of those troublemakers my friends had spoken about? Okay. That was chapter one. Um... I remember this. I remember this pretty vividly. So far, we're not getting we're not getting into anything too weird yet. This is all pretty par for the course for Gashian standards. Um, but I'm already like I'm already laughing at some of these lines just because of the way that it's translated. Like every time I read the word fuck. <laughs> anyway, here we go, starting chapter 2. We're starting with dialogue here. The students told us that you were here. Didn't you say that you are going off? Why are you still here? I don't know if that was supposed to be rude or not. Anyway, my friends used a regrettable tone, sorry. However, after seeing my unusual expression, they shut their mouths immediately. Subsequently, they saw my bike. Staring at White Scarf, they asked, This kid? White Scarf shrank and shrugged his shoulders. That's a lot of... alliteration. Shrank and shrugged his shoulders. A little admonished by the friends of mine. It's not him. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> what can an emaciated boy like him do? You can't- like, you can't call people that! <laughs> you can't do that! Anyway, my friend expressed his affirmation. You must have known whose bike this is. Thus you scratch my bike. Lee Soon, you bastard. I hadn't lost before either. <laughs> I returned his speech according to his tone. No, it was because I was more confident. I thought he would be startled with his eyes wide. Little did I know, he closed his mouth, making an arc at the corners of his lips, just like a lovable devil, both evil and capable. The corners of his lips weren't the same as when he was smiling. His eyes disclosed a challenge. The expression was just like a small child making a bet and anticipating the results. His face was quite lovable, 
I turned around to depart. Was he still looking at me? Or will he turn around and walk away without hesitation? That pretty face started to flash in my brain. I was still thinking about that face when I boarded the cab. The heart, which was worrying for my young, was also occupied by that kid. Pale, tender, and slightly pink cheeks complete with his pitch-black hair and eyeballs. <laughs> my friends who boarded the bus with me were also publishing their own feelings. Ah, so pretty. How could a guy look like that? They continued with their boring speech. I didn't know what the reason was. I just found them irritating. I really wanted to shut their mouths. Even though a large percentage of their words were to be taken as a mere joke, the way they looked at me didn't seem normal. Ah, what? Surely it doesn't mean that you... No, you little punks. How could it be? Really now? It's the truth! I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to mean. Regarding this annoying teasing, I didn't even have a way to refute strongly. If not, they would probably add something more like denying is affirming, or had they really seen right through me? While heading to the hospital, my phone rang. Almost sounded quite- almost sounded tranquiler than normal. After seeing my cloudy face looking for the hospital ward, my friends told me he would be fine. I flung my friends behind and stood before the ward. Revolving the doorknob gently, I entered the ward, which was filled with formalin smell. Jin Ho Hyung, Jong Ho Hyung, and Oma's face expression didn't look good. I didn't know why, but I actually felt darkness before me. I pushed them away and arrived in front of the hospital bed. Un Ho Hyung smiled slightly to me with his pale complexion. Seventeen years old. I've known the flavor of death. Ah, shit, he's died. He's meditating. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> ah, erg. <laughs> it's really my first time seeing a person who depends on his mouth to live. Bastard. Ah, ah, erg. <laughs> I literally, I can't. I don't know how to, like, read onomatopoeias out loud. Our conditions are the same. I'm a human. Don't you feel I'm, mo I'm more at a disadvantage? I looked around with Lee Soon's head in my hands. I looked at his followers who were gathered around Lee Soon- who were gathering around Lee Soon and me from the very start of the fight. Afterwards, they scrambled off, just like cockroaches. Even though his head had been injured, he still bellowed after the young kids who were running. Actually, I hadn't planned to hit him to this condition, but his reasons of thrashing my bike made me angry. Five minutes before, the speech that came out of this spigot was the reason. That unreasonable sentence led me had no way to be tranquil about it. That was another oddly translated line. It's like that. I don't feel happy with your looks. Bro just called him ugly. Bro beat the fuck out of his bike because he thought he was ugly. <laughs> I couldn't believe that was the biggest reason, which led him to thrash my bike. Absurd. I heartily hit him once again, and he moaned in pain. The weather had turned a little warmer. 
I grabbed Lee Soo-hoon's head while kneeling beside him. His nose bridge was not broken. It only looked a little ugly with the blood gathering on it. What's his name? Lee Soo-hoon didn't seem to understand a word, and he appeared to be a little flustered with my sudden question. The person who came out of the school with you. Eh? Damn you, there weren't just one or two who came out of the school with me. The one you were wooing. <laughs> After listening to my reply, he fell immediately into his own thoughts. It looked like White Scarf did not lie. Ah, I thought of that face again. I called Lee Soon annoyingly, revealing a sick expression on my fair face. Have you remembered the name now? Quick, what's his name? In order to have Lee Soon open his mouth, I swung his head but the mouth of this kid wasn't that easy to pry open. Impatient, I hit him again. What are you going to do if you knew his name? <laughs> Have him as my wife, I replied, without hesitation. Bro did not hesitate. That kid's face turned green with jealousy. Is this very startling? Isn't worshipping a beauty a very natural matter? What's his name? I don't know, damn! Hmm. <laughs> Dealing with children who are not obedient, using a weapon, is the best way. Is it? Is it, you know? Is it really? The minute I let go, his head toppled to the ground again. How could high school students bring a knife? The people surrounding us continued to murmur. I glared at them, and immediately they closed their mouth, regaining the silence once again. Two months ago, on my birthday, Jong Ho Hyung, who was engaged in an uncouthly occupation even though he was 26 years old, celebrated with me. This Swiss army knife was my birthday present, together with the bike I badly wanted. When Alma saw this sharp knife, she called out in alarm and wanted to take it away from me. But Jong Ho Hyun stopped mom. That young fellow is already 17 years old, yet he had not touched that thing once. Hyung's unreasonable theory prevented Alma from saying anything. Jong Ho Hyung and Un Ho Hyung looked like our lofty Alma. When they loved studying, Jong Ho Hyung had temper just like Appa, and stirring up troubles became a daily routine for him. I don't know if I should, like, substitute some of these words for mom and dad or not. Like, it's... It's directly translated to, like, Alma and Appa on here, but I don't know if I should- I don't know. I don't think it matters. I'm assuming everyone knows that that means mom and dad. When secondary school life started for me, Jong Ho Hyung probably wanted me to go to his side. Getting into gang fights and riding a bike was also a part of his influence. Every time Alma saw Jong Ho Hyung, she would taunt him. But it didn't have any effects on my thick-skinned young. I swiveled the Swiss army knife, which does not have any great significance except it being my birthday present. It's a child's toy, I remember my young saying. Lee Soon was probably afraid by this shining child's toy. Surrender, surrender! He raised both of his hands, seeming like he was telling me to cool down. That pretty boy, what's his name? I placed the knife back into my pocket. 
At last, Lee Soo-hoon laid both his hands down and heaved a sigh of relief. Kim Jae-jung. Ah, this is the right answer. Asshole, you dare! I've spent a lot of time- Ah! 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 <laughs> I kicked him because my ear itched hearing his voice. Definitely not because of revenge, and definitely not jealousy. I turned to the open space at the back, leaving the kid in the canteen. Although I heard the annoying voice scolding me, my head was filled with only a name and a face. I didn't want to think of other stuff. My head- my small head- his small head? He does have a small head. My small head was filled with him, and no one can put a stop to it. Kim Jae-jung. Kim Jae-jung. Even the pronunciation of his name sounds so good. I had always given the excuse that it was inconvenient to go to school if I do not have a bike. I thought the excuse was that his friends teased him for being rich. <laughs> However, I amazingly attended school every day this week. It was because of White Scarf, Kim Jae-jung. Even though I attended school for a whole week... Wow, attending school for a whole week is an achievement. I didn't get to see him. <clears throat> also, I couldn't seem to know his whereabouts, and I felt a little anxious inside. I didn't even know his class. It's so depressing. Depressing. It would be embarrassing if I asked my friends to try and find out, but I couldn't ask Lee Soo-hoon again. It was only a short moment, and I had been sunk into such a deep depression. The emotions were too strong. I wanted to forget it. Yet it wasn't something that can be forgotten easily. I should do something. Should I go to the office and ask him about his address? But I would likely create a riot. Forget it. It was because the school had spread the rumor that Lee Soon was almost killed by Jung Yuno. This was equivalent to having my name on the school council's blacklist. If I create more trouble, the reputation of my Hyung, who was lying on the hospital bed, would probably be ruined. It was better to restrain. Lee Soo-hoon was in pain to death. I was missing him to death. Our duty roster was assigned according to our class register numbers. I didn't know why I was asked to replace number one to do the duties, even though my number was at the back. I couldn't <laughs> I could- I couldn't hit female teachers, so I dragged the rubbish bin out of corridor. Feminist king. <laughs> in a day, there will be one male and one female who will be doing the duty rosters. According to the list, I would be having duties with number 16. Number 16 was holding the other side of the bin. After feeling that the bin was light, I passed it to her naturally. Number 16 was now smiling at me, seeming a little embarrassed, and lowered her head. Ah, uh, the weather was so fine. Today, I should have a drink with my friends. That's what I was planning in my heart. Of course, before that, I should visit Hyung. I hoped that today he wouldn't sleep like a dead corpse, but awake and f be full of anger. Recently, Hyung had been sleeping for more than half a day. The medicines had been dominating Hyung, who was carrying an explosive bomb and maintaining his life at the, s at the same time. He still said that he was already very grateful. Our foolish young. My mouth became bitter as I thought of young. 
I began to look around for a place to smoke. Ellipses. It was the same as that day, the first time I met him. That kid was always surprising. I could not imagine where I would meet him. I had found him, using a week's time. You can go now. Leave everything to me. On the surface, it seemed that I was being a gentleman. Her face went red again. I honestly felt like saying to her, Do you see that guy over there? It's to make her feel ashamed of herself. What the fuck? Okay. That kid who was as soft as cherries and as fair as peaches. Oh shit. That was gonna be really funny, but there was an ad. Oh, there's another ad. No, no, the joke's ruined now. Is this funny? Is this humor? I don't know. It was gonna be funny. Anyway, <laughs> it was gonna be funny, but I got hit with two ads in a row. Ah, damn. He had turned even more beautiful during the period when I hadn't seen him. I shall go, f I shall go first then, you know. Thank you. Number 16 had gone off, but I didn't care. The space between that kid and I at the moment was most important and valuable. I didn't even think of emptying the bin. I just kept looking at that kid. In order to separate the various trashes, he rolled up his sleeves, and I was left a deep impression of his skinny, fair arms. The description of Jaejung in this is so odd. Like, they're just like, I don't know, that, that's very odd <laughs> to describe how skinny he is all the time. Anyway, he slowly separated them. Maybe he felt troublesome, so he stopped afterwards and just reversed the bin. He didn't even know who the director of the school was. If he were found, he would get scolded. Viewing the scenery, eh? He would surely know that I was here. Squatting on the floor, I took a branch from the ground. As soon as I came to him, he slowly raised his head. He was facing the sun, but because of the dazzling sun rays, he had his hand covering the line of his sight. After some time, he let down his hand slightly, looking at me. There was me in his eyes. He recognized me. I was so happy. I'm sick. Where? I'm down with a cold. You turned beautiful because you are sick? Or is it that you are sick because you're beautiful? That is interesting. Interesting word choice. Because of his words, I was thinking of messy thoughts again. Every article concerning him, I would always put together a number of ideas. I think it was interesting. I think it was interesting. Sorry, that's how I should read that. From the first day, I had already felt that this kid had very special values. Every word he said to me was very unique. I had really fallen into it. You still could come here when you were having a week of cold? I'm really sick because I didn't go home. If you don't know anything, don't make irresponsible remarks. Below his cute nose, he pouted. Ah, my mistake. He pulled down his face. 
Even though a few steps separated us, I am unable to get near him. For the first time, I met such a kid. For the first time, my heart raced. I stood like a fool, not knowing what to do. That kid threw away the branches and buried his head on his knees, just like a hedgehog showing his thorns. Provoke him, and he will poke you. Not going home? Did something happen? In came the sound of footsteps. Must be another student coming here to do duties. A person came hurrying here, crying out Kim Jae-jung's name breathlessly. Wow, there's actually someone who looked like a frog. <laughs> Such a person was still calling affectionately, Jae-jung-ah. I still couldn't call him by this name. This frog look-alike seemed to be in good terms with him. He stretched his leg, taking the bin with him, and flew to the frog like a butterfly. The frog took the bin from Kim Jae-jung's hand. Leave this to me. It's dirty. Hmm. The two people then disappeared. The deserted incinerator only left me with a bin filled with garbage. Ah, uh, what was this? I, now... That frog had actually snatched my pretty boy away. Fuck, I was so perturbed. How could that frog be compared to me? Erg. And that is the end of chapter two. How long is chapter three? Chapter three is ten pages. I think... I think we'll end it here at the end of chapter two, and we'll start chapter three next episode, if that sounds good. Because I don't want to make the episodes too long, but I don't want to stop mid-chapter. So we'll start chapter three next episode. Um, we are on 16 out of 403 pages, um, and we're only in the prequel, so um, I hope this wasn't too hard to bear um like i said i am reading a translated version so a lot uh, qu quite a few lines are that are written very odd um and like a lot of words are translated directly like like oma and appa were translated directly instead of being translated to mom and dad um so i'm just going to read it how it's written um, to the best of my ability. I skipped a couple of onomatopoeias just because they sound weird being read out loud. I don't have, like, the vocal ability to make the sounds that a lot of onomatopoeias do. Um, but I hope that this was not miserable. Um, and I will be back. We'll see if we can get through chapters three and four, maybe even five, next episode. Thank you for listening. And um, if you know me, user Emoshia on Twitter, um, I will see you over there. That is where I'm active most of the time. If not, um, I hope you enjoy my dramatic reading of Gashian in the Year of Our Lord. 2022. Alright. 
Well, I will see you guys next episode.